you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. A belief in the spiritual properties of a stone, crystal, or jewel can be considered a superstition, meaning an excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings. For example, an emerald is thought to bring loyalty and create domestic bliss, while a sapphire is believed to release mental tension, depression, unwanted thoughts, and spiritual confusion. A tiger's eye, a beautiful brown gemstone with golden stripes resembling the eye of a tiger, is known to promote stability as it is believed to contain the energy of both the earth and the sun. According to one online site known as the Scare Chamber, the stone is stabilizing and grounding. It keeps your feet on the ground and allows you to see people and situations as they truly are. The stone is known for being the stone of the mind because it helps to promote creative thinking and clarity. And I know what you're probably thinking. It's not that mind stone. One such tiger's eye gem was carefully polished and set into a ring, which by chance ended up in a San Francisco shop. The ring was purchased by Hollywood star Rudolph Valentino, even after being warned by the shopkeeper that the ring had brought nothing but misfortune for its previous owners. But for Valentino, it was too late. The simple silver ring with its semi-precious stone was perfect. He had to have it, so he bought it. Then again, maybe he should have listened and stayed far away from it. Stay with me as we dive into the mystery of Valentino's Cursed Ring. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Before we start this episode, a quick reminder that if you enjoy the show, it would be great if you could head over to Apple Music, hit the subscribe button, and drop a review. It really helps out the show. If you've got a great creepy story to tell, send us an email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at straightupenigmas or Twitter at straightenigmas. We'd love to hear it. While a lot goes into the production of this podcast, nothing would be possible without all of the articles I use in my research. Source information for these articles can be found in the show notes and on our website at straightupenigmas.home.blog. Straight Up Enigmas is excited to be part of the Straight Up Strange Productions Network. The network has a great lineup of creepy shows that explore myths and legends, true crime, unsolved history, dreams, and strange science. You can find our spooky family online at straightupstrange.com, Twitter at Strange Podcasts, and Instagram at Strange Pods. Be sure to follow the Straight Up Strange Network on social media to enter our pumpkin carving contest 
for amazing prices like select retro comics, Canadian candy, stickers, magnets, bookmarks, and more. Thanks for listening, everyone, and without further ado, let's get back to the show. In the 1920s, Rudolf Valentino was a movie star. Born in Italy in 1895, he left for America and became a sensation in the silent film era, achieving stardom for his breakout role as Julio in The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. He was idolized as the Latin lover of the Roaring Twenties as he starred in several romantic dramas, including The Sheik and Blood and Sand. But after purchasing the ring, something went wrong. It all started with the miserable flop of The Young Raja, and by the time he made The Son of the Sheik in 1926, he died wearing the ring. At the young age of 31, he developed an infection after having surgery for bleeding ulcers. He collapsed outside of his New York apartment and was rushed to the hospital, where he died of septicemia. Valentino's funeral drew more than 100,000 mourners and caused several suicides. The ring was next passed on to his lover, actress Pola Negri, a well-known Hollywood actress who immediately fell ill. While she recovered, her Hollywood career came to an end. She decided to pass the ring to young singer Russ Colombo. Colombo was said to be a near double for Valentino, and Pola felt it fitting to give him the ring, from one Valentino to another. Not long after, he died in a shooting accident. The ring then made its way to Colombo's friend, Joe Casino. Casino put the ring under glass, but eventually decided to wear it, resulting in a fatal car accident a week later. By this time, the ring's reputation had grown. When Casino's brother Dell got the ring, he locked it away in a safe in his house. It was then stolen by James Willis, who set off the alarm in the house, and when police arrived on the scene, they shot and killed him. Director Edward Small retrieved the ring when he became interested in making a movie about Valentino. Small hired an unknown actor named Jack Dunn to portray Valentino and had him wear the ring. Two weeks later, Dunn died of a blood disease. Dell took the ring back once again and kept it in a chest until the day he died, miraculously, of natural causes. Some say Valentino's ghost still searches for the ring, wanting to destroy it. Fans still flock to his Hollywood Forever cemetery crypt every Valentine's Day, leaving him gifts and cards. Many have reported seeing his ghostly figure as he paces the grounds. But what do you think? Could Valentino's ring really be cursed? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. You can also contact us through email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or through our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Music to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell, and the theme song was created by Chuck Flyer. You can find information for the articles I used in my research in the show notes and on our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time on Straight Up Enigmas.